Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Test Prep Logic for Everyday Life, a podcast where we dissect arguments using test prep logic. My name is Patrick Troy, and it's by analyzing the arguments and understanding the flaws where we become informed skeptics. Today, we will discuss the ad hominem fallacy. Ad hominem is just Latin for to the person, and it's an attack where the argument is rebutted by attacking the character, motive, or other attributes of the person making the argument or persons associated with the argument instead of attacking the substance of the argument itself. And like most argumentative fallacies, it's a subtle flaw. And by that, I mean when you hear it, it kind of makes sense. It's like saying you're wrong because you're a poo-poo head. Now, when you look at the news and political talk shows, it's becoming evident that the ad hominem argument structure is in play now more than ever. And we see this in the use of the phrase fake news. This term has become the response when someone doesn't want to actually address the argument presented. I mean, it's pretty convenient. If you can discredit the news organization making the claim, then there's no need to actually attack the argument. Researchers Barnes et al. investigated the effects that an ad hominem attack has on people's attitudes towards scientific arguments. Now remember, an argument consists of a conclusion supported by premise. The researchers in the study presented college students and adults with an argument and presented the subject with claims that either one, attacked the argument directly by identifying the flaws of the argument, two, attack the researcher with relevant misconduct, past misconduct, or examples of the researcher when the researcher was caught lying. And three, attacks using, using both identifying the flaws of the argument and attacking the researcher. And what they found was that the attacks on the individual's credibility was just as effective as an attack on the actual argument. And the results were the same for both college students and adults. The implications of the prevalence of this ad hominem attack has lasting effects in the world, simply because it hurts debate. We saw this last year when more than nine women accused Senator Roy Moore of sexual misconduct. Moore's supporters tried to discredit the accusers, and according to a Newsweek article, Roy Moore's campaign pushed a misleading guide to attacking and discrediting his sexual assault accusers. The possible implications of being discredited are large. Once discredited, that person's word carries less weight. Recently, this argumentative fallacy has become rampant on social media, like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. The survivors of the shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Florida have become the advocates of stricter gun control legislation. We've seen them in rallies and in the news, and it didn't take long before the online trolls started to post videos trying to discredit the students and to claim to prove that they were crisis actors, your typical ad hominem attack. Before we get into the details of the argument, we need to talk about what a crisis actor is. And the concept of the crisis actor has been gaining steam in conspiracy circles for, for years. And the crisis actor concept refers to the notion 
that a secretive cabal of individuals is paid to travel around the country with its members posing as survivors of various newsworthy massacres to advance a political agenda. And to be clear, crisis actors are a real thing, but they're not hired to serve as fake victims of real tragedy. Instead, they're hired to serve as fake victims of fake tragedies for the purposes of military or police training exercises. And this term is relevant because one of the many spokesmen to come out of the Parkland shooting is David Hogg. David is one of the, one of the teenagers who survived and appeared in the media calling to action to prevent a repeat of the horror that he saw at his school. And as a result, he and his classmates have become the target of online trolls who claim that he's not an actual student, but a crisis actor hired to incite controversy. Videos on YouTube claiming to prove David Hogg is a crisis actor were trending, and one video claimed to prove that David was a crisis actor based on an interview he gave on a local television in California last year about a dispute with a lifeguard. The online trolls were so successful in their attempts to discredit David that even Benjamin Kelly, an aide to Representative Sean Harrison in Florida, wrote to a Tampa Bay Times reporter that, quote, both kids in the picture are not students, but actors that travel to various crises when they happen. Benjamin Kelly was terminated for this statement. And it seems as though what those who claim David Hogg to be a crisis actor is trying to do is to discredit David. He's a crisis actor, therefore what he says is less likely to be true. But the issue at hand isn't what, whether David and his classmates are crisis actors. The issue is regarding the legislation requiring stricter gun laws. The online trolls, by trying to discredit David and his classmates, are not actually providing a rebuttal. And when we look at argument structures, keep an eye out for ad hominem flaws. Make sure the argument addresses the claim and not the person making the claim. So who's right and who's wrong? It doesn't matter. What matters is the journey.